Looks like we got it this time, folks. We're back. It's the Andy Demanda Show, and we are back late. Better late than never. Better late than never. <laughs> we got it. We connected. Yeah. We, we're here in just outside of Hollywood, California, and we're also in the UK live. A couple issues with our earlier attempt to connect here across the 8,000 miles, but we're able to do it now. We want to welcome everybody to our Friday show here on the Andy Demanda Program. It's been a great week. And there's a weekend ahead, man. We're going to talk about the stock market and what a wacky, crazy week it's been on the market. We'll talk about that in a little while. And, uh, hell, talk about uh, – let's see what else we can talk about here. What else we got? (laughs) Doggy style for sure. Talk about that a little bit. Why not? Wow. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? Yeah, let's talk about that. You know, I saw a dog pass by like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. He was dripping, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Hey, um, and how you doing? I'm doing much better, sweetie. Yeah. Well, um, you sound better. So you're going to the weather you. all in the week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 pretty much. But I'm still like pre-warning everybody. If I sound a bit stuffy, I apologize. I'm going to try and pronounce my words as clearly as possible today. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, bear with me. <laughs> Gosh, you know, um, the uh, we're starting late today, but we're still going to run. Uh, uh, hopefully, I think we're going to run the full ninety-minute show today on Friday, and um, and we're going to cut. I want to cut right into some some things that are going on this week, and I think uh, Lee Van Dusen is going to join us a bit later and talk about this crazy week it's been in the stock market, AMC and GameStop. What is going on? <laughs> what is happening here? I can tell you what I did. I didn't, I I I, had, I did some fun things, which worked out in my favor with the tumbling market, and I'll address those a bit later on too. But what I want to do is talk about a few things uh, that we have some. Uh, you know, we have a, a field reporters out there here on the Andy and Amanda show. We go behind the headlines. We go into news. We go diving deep. We go finding out what's going on. What through the conversations? What is the cause of of various things that surface in the headlines and uh, and we were able to, to, to generate that and talk about it here on the Andy Demand Show. It makes us a little bit unique, you know? But yeah. anyway, you know, um, um, Jen, uh, Jen Psaki, Psaki, I guess it is, who's the press conference uh, person that you hear behind the podium. She's, you know, the press secretary, Joe, Joe Biden's press secretary, and leads all the press conferences. And uh, she's had a kind of interesting time talking about the various processes um, that um, that take place in the White House, and we um, sent some of our folks out there and were able to get some of the inside. Uh, we uh, you know found this clip you know from from the press pool, and uh, we're going to play it play it for you now, and um, and move. <laughs> you haven't heard nothing yet. Hang in there, folks. We'll be right back. Take a listen to this. It looks like there was a conflation of two ongoing processes, uh, one that's through the courts and one that is through uh, the CFIUS uh, process that goes through the Department of Treasury. Uh, There is a rigorous CFIUS process uh, that is ongoing. I'm not going, of course, not that you're expecting me to, set a precedent of commenting on those reviews and process, uh, but would would just stress that they are distinct processes. (laughs) That's a lot of processes. I wonder if that's her new favorite phrase. Okay, 375. Will that be cash or credit? Uh, well, it's uh, interesting, right? Because um, uh, processing each of those uh, processes is a um, different process of uh, processes. Right. Well, the process here is you give me 375. I'm not uh, going to set a precedent of commenting on those uh, processes, uh, except to say that they are two uh, distinct uh, processes. <laughs> Hello? 
Honey, oh my God, the roof is leaking. I got water flooding into the house. I need the number for the roofer right now. Well, um, as I said before, uh, President Biden does take climate change very seriously. Um, that's why we have rejoined the Paris Climate Accords. Um, you don't understand. The water's pouring into the house right now. I understand that there is a flooding process that is ongoing. Um, I am processing that. Um, but I really think you just need to calm down and um, trust the uh, process. See. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wise advice. Trust the process. <laughs> just, yes. Yes. Oh my God! I, would, oh, I, I, I don't think I could survive the process of being a presidential press secretary. I don't care who's oh in office, goodness. man. What a what a job that's got to be! What a job that's. Gotta... Speaking of the president, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking of the president, you know, Amanda. Um, you know, there's been mm-hmm. a, a news. Uh, we, we've uh, we've been following here about the, a rumor news that uh, okay been, uh, that the press has been cutting off uh, Joe Biden's uh, microphone when they are, you know, his, I'm not the press, excuse me. They've been cutting off his microphone from the press, from the press. Um, when, when his handlers feel that he should stop talking and, um, what? we had explored. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They cut out, they feel they should cut off his microphone. So we here at the Andy Demanda show and remember only on the Andy Demanda show, um, we have the ability here to, um, to kind of you know dive into this a little bit here and uh, and explore it further and uh, uh, well let's just cut right to the chase here and and <laughs> and, and and talk about what all, what we have been able to to find um, um, regarding his handlers is this true or not we don't know is it a bunch of bullshit we don't know but we're, we're going to explore oh. it and hear what other people are having to say about it too here we go take a listen on the Andy and Amanda show now one senator Senator Rich from Idaho. He's demanding to know who's really in charge at the White House. No one is going to tell me what to do at what time. I'm in charge. Listen to this, Katie. Roll tape, please. Fuck you, bitch. This is a, a puppeteer act, if you would, and we need to know who's in charge and who's making these decisions. Somebody in the White House has authority to press the button and stop the president, cut off the president's uh, uh, speaking ability and sound. Who is that person? Fuck you. So there is a lot made of the fact that his mic was cut early. Well, the, the, the real question here is the, the president's cognitive ability. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Mm-hmm. It seems like his handlers are protecting him because if he goes out there and ad-libs and responds to questions, he may say something that's really off script and something which he should not you say. You two and a half million dollars. Any asshole in the world knows what to do. You get a house with a 25-year roof, an indestructible Jap economy shitbox, you put the rest into the system at three to five percent to pay your taxes, and that's your base, get me? That's your fortress of fucking solitude. That puts you for the rest of your life at a level of fuck you. So it's the president's cognitive ability. I keep returning to this because I think questions should be asked. Did your grandfather take risks? They should be asked. And you have a White House that, in my view, is in full cover-up mode on that very issue. You have Antony Blinken, the Secretary of State yesterday, having the audacity to say... Don't drink. That's all I have to say to anybody. There's just full-blown cover-up mode here. <sighs> They're doing the same thing, Andy. They're doing the same thing. <laughs> Hey, listen, we we're, we have uh, on board our show right now from the great state of Hawaii, none other, none other than, um, uh, let me think again, none 
No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <guy>? <laughs> Let me see. Do, 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 do. What's it? Who is it again? Wait, you, you want to hear this? You want to hear this? No, no, <laughs> I, no, no booze, no booze. No, no, you want to hear this? Um, anyway, Chet is back. Chet, welcome Yay! back aboard. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, I Chet. Finally... In. How, yeah, how have you? you guys... It's good. Good to have you back. Good to hear your voice. Oh, it's yes, so good it is. To be back. Aww. You guys like been, you're you're like the the mo- constantly moving target and and then of course <laughs> you know having your show at nine a.m. on the West Coast uh, puts me uh, at uh, still six. sleeping yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at, at six a.m. <laughs> oh bless you! I was having so, some there. Going all right. Hmm. Pardon? I said, how is everything there? Is it going okay? It's, well, it's going okay. Uh, COVID's shooting through the roof, so people are, you know, being mm. locked, uh, you know, the uh, gatherings are being shut down again. And, yeah. And although our gigs are still going, they're masking up again at the farmer's markets. Oh. But. Uh, but yeah, at least now we're doing a once every other week, um, five hour gig hmm. at one of the markets playing oh, for five okay. hours, quite a, an interesting thing. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, COVID here. Well, it's, um, well, I don't know if you heard, but we're finally out of lockdown since August and, uh, you know they're, they're complaining now that we could have a a light lockdown because with the winter coming, you know how that virus could spread, and mm-hmm. it would just mean things like urging people to work from home and to mask up again. Um, but they're pretty confident that these double vaccinations are gonna help everybody, and you know it won't be as dramatic, but we're still gonna see I think spikes here and there, which is natural. But uh, yeah, we should mm-hmm. see how that goes here. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, everybody's Spanish holding on. Two and a half years. Two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah, it was about two, two and a half years before they got the Spanish flu under control. They kept thinking, oh, everything's fine now. Mm. Of course, that was in the spring. Yeah. And they'd all go crazy, and then it would flare up again as soon as the fall came along. Wow. You know? Yeah. And I wonder so how much we've was, learned uh, between then and now. <laughs> almost yeah, zero. Really. Yeah. yeah, tell me. Yeah, evidently. <laughs> I haven't been keeping but, track. Of yes. course, 100 years isn't very long in evolutionary terms. So, you know. Uh, clearly using, not. Using, using the same software up there in the in the uh, in that uh, two and a half pound <laughs> lump of gray matter. <laughs> I know, right? All those sparks flying, yeah. and we still can't make a, a decent jump forwards. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! You make it's a so... decent cup of coffee in most places. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But um, how has that been going for you? I'm sure our listeners remember Chet and uh, would love to hear how you've been doing, what you've been up to. Well, mostly the uh, doing. I, I got. Pulled kicking and screaming and whining into Facebook. Oh, you did. In order to 
in order to promote the book that my friend wrote, my late friend ah. Davey Walsh wrote. And I remember trying, you, we were trying yeah. to get some buzz going. Yeah. A bus? What and, bus would that, a, a, a bus? Going? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> buzz. Buzz. I'm sorry. I thought you were trying to start a bus. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? All right, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I got <laughs> yeah, 2,900 2, miles of water to get in the way of a bus tour. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Buzz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a real jungle. I mean, I when I first saw Facebook, I thought, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've been in computer programming and systems design and all that garbage for since 1965. And yeah. uh, that was where I made mm-hmm. most of my money when I wasn't mm-hmm. playing music for subsistence level wages. Uh, and... Uh, it, it, my first hit was this is some of the crappiest user interface I've ever seen. And then when I had to get into it, my suspicions were entirely confirmed that it's mm. total user hostile experience for mm, anybody yeah. you know with any knowledge of good software. Yeah. Interfaces. Yeah. Kind of crazy. And you know, who gets dragged kicking and screaming and whining into this <laughs> weird universe of, um, like, you know, I was taught to, like, keep some things to yourself. <laughs> I was yep. brought up in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and my mom, you know, was kind of a very private person, and yeah. and uh, it was, you know, there's certain things that you just keep to yourself. I happen and, to agree uh, with that, yeah. God, we've got an entire generation and a half now that thinks it's cool to just blab it all. And yeah, here's a guy. We, we, we got a guy here who's a, a familiar voice to all, speaking of COVID and resurgence and uh, so forth, none other than um, who's joining us here, but, uh, but uh, Michael Cohen, uh, the former Trump attorney. Uh, well, listen to him blab it all. Listen to this. The platform that you have arguing with Trumpers. Look, if you waste, you cannot waste your time arguing with Trumpers. They are so fucking out of their mind, in the cult, stupid, that these fucking morons refuse to acknowledge that science is real, that the pandemic is real. They continue, even though that Trump the other day turned around and finally acknowledged that everybody should get the vaccine. Could you fucking imagine after a year of sitting there and telling people not to get it, you know, you don't need it, every, it's like a flu, don't worry, don't worry, everybody's going everybody's to be fine with 640,000 Americans now deceased as a result of this Trump virus, not the Wuhan flu. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he did a good impression of him right there, didn't he? I thought he was good. I've never heard of <laughs> Good folks. You know what? Did you ever have, did you ever play a show? It just occurred to me, I guess you're talking about sound men and microphones and things. When you're sitting there in the middle of a song and the mic boom stand um, isn't tight and it just starts, starts lowering and lo- and lowering, oh, yeah, lowering, and you're, and you're ducking down and going, ducking and ducking and going lower. <laughs> or chasing the <laughs> microphone. Chasing the yeah, microphone. Yeah, it's really, it's down. that's a literal, Suddenly you're doing the lumbar. a literal What's it version of singing from your diaphragm. 
Yes. Yeah. What's, what's your, that thing called? We go onto the stick. Down that far. Limbo. Yeah. Yeah. Limbo. What's that? What's that old dance? The limbo. The the lumbar. The lumbar. The limbo. The limbo. Uh, I used to win those limbo contests. Uh, yeah. 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 Flaccid microphone syndrome. I call it. Yes. I hate when that happens. I've had people come up. Not this happened a lot, but you know, I remember one time somebody came up on stage and fixed it. The sound man didn't see it. So somebody no. in the audience came up and fixed it. I couldn't, you know, it was embarrassing, but anyway, I remember that. Says yeah. <laughs> I'm me on yeah. his knees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was. People thought I was going to do a sword swallow, a sword swallowing thing there, you know. Yeah. Oh wow, excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, one of those fire, fire swallowing tricks. <laughs> and of course, one could wonder now, why in hell don't we just stop and fix it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've got this image of you guys on stage doing that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I've got my picture of um, etched in my mind now. (laughs) (laughs) I've really had it go down to where I'm like leaning over, really down almost to diaphragm level in order to... Keep the, finish, the, finish the chorus anyway, so then I could just vamp on the guitar for a while until somebody notices. Or I say, hey guys in the audience, hope you don't mind. I'm just going to lie here and sing this song for you. <laughs> you know, play the guitar on my back. <laughs> See how it's I'm going to wrap up this song early. Of course, another of my favorites was I went to a concert in Berkeley, and it was John Prine and Nancy Griffith. Bless her soul, R.I.P., both of them, uh, was opening. And Nancy was out on stage in this big auditorium in Berkeley. I think it was the Civic Auditorium. And she's standing there, and the guitar mic was working. The vocal mic was dead. And the sound people were obviously probably running around trying to figure out what the hell's wrong. Signal pass, (laughs) signal pass. And yeah. uh, and Nancy was kind of noodling on the guitar a little bit, and then she leaned down to the guitar mic and said, "You know, I'm sorry about this, but between John and I, we make only one good guitar player." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they loved her after that. They just loved her and they finally got the vocal they brought out another mic i think and got the vocal going and oh, it was a great bless. show but oh. she was a treasure god i had oh. such a crush on her forever oh really yeah you mean oh both. man Since the first <laughs> I, time I, I her. saw her in the 80s well yeah, i did uh, I, I used to play, well, I played guitar with this woman singer-songwriter. I used to be her guitar player um, named Veronica Ford. I'm going way back. But uh, she did the song Love at the Five and Dime, and it's mm-hmm. a hard life. And uh, and I got into Nancy Griffith at the time, and I've seen her at various festivals and folk clubs back in the late 80s, early 90s. And uh, yep. boy, I'll tell you, just, you know. And then I think she moved to Ireland no for for a while and came back here to Nashville. You know, I, think, I haven't heard from hmm? I think a lot of female singers back then had an edge to them in appearance and in style and everything. Um, yeah. In the 80s and 90s. I don't know what it was. It was kind of like a magic moment of, 
yeah. women having that edge, you know? Yeah. You know, it's noticed yeah, that. They were finally allayed, uh, allowed out in public. <laughs> and the question you know? is, should should they have ever been? Oh, excuse me. No, anyway. Uh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> oh. Andy, Andy. <laughs> right, come on. You're standing in a naughty corner. Come on. Off Houston, we have a problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Where's the line? I saw Nancy the first time at Strawberry Music Festival in uh, at Camp Mather, Yosemite, and uh, and it was just a, a amazing performance. But my second ex-wife and a friend of mine and I, well, we he his favorite song was "Love at the Five and Dime." So after that performance, uh, the three of us. We're wandering around campground until about two or three in the morning, singing "Love at the Five and Dime" with three part <laughs> harmony and two guitars. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it was wow. just, for hours. We just did it. We just loved it so much. That's and our uh, our listeners might want to, if they don't know it, many people because we're in twenty some odd question, uh, countries around the uh, the world, and some people might have the question, "Who Nancy? Who? What song?" But Nancy Griffith is her name, and the tune we're talking about is a, is a great tune of hers called "Love at the Five and Time," all about the five and ten. N A N C I. Yes, N A N C I. G R I F F I T H. And uh, actually, you know, I have a uh, what do you call that site? Uh, Blib blob uh, blue. Um, what? Bluetooth. Um Blig, blip, blop, blue, blop, blip, picky, blop. What's the set? What's that uh, site? Not, uh, you know, the little, you, not the uh, video. You put the little videos up in the um, TikTok. Damn. Thank you. Talk, tick, 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 tock, tick, tock. Thank you. Thank you. I was trying to get that from blue and blub and everything. I was like, hmm. Yes. See, Amanda gets it. She knows, you know, I can say anything. She knows exactly what I mean. It doesn't really if the right words don't come out or not. Um, the, the, um, <laughs> the, uh, but anyway, I have a, a video. I was asked uh, after Nancy Griffith had died. Um, I got requests, hey, can you show us Nancy Griffith songs? She plays Nancy Griffith songs. I don't really perform any. But I did put up a guitar instruction video as to how you play it. So if you go to Andy Kimball on uh, TikTok, TikTok, you'll see... TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, you you will you you can learn how to play the tune if you hear it and you like it. I there's a little video of me showing you how to do it. But anyway, hey, listen, you know we're going to try to get hold of somebody. It's our Friday show, and Chet, you've been out for a while. But Fridays, we've been talking about the AMC stock squeeze, GameStop, what's going on in the market. I, to, I mean, it's been very exciting. I started getting into the market in late July, and have done pretty well. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. We're going to bring on our resident expert, if we can call him. Let's see if this works now. We've had such issues with this uh, internet thing today. Hey, it might work. Let me see if it's. Let me see. Mm-hmm. We're going to ask him a question if he answers the phone. Are you there? Hey, hey, hey! Hey, he's there. We have Lee Van Dusen, where our question of the day is How long should sex Oh, 
I love we're hearing it. a little bit it. of we're it. hearing a little bit of echo. We're hearing a little bit of a kickback. We're hearing a little like we say something, we can hear it reverberating, like echoing back at us. Maybe Uh-oh. turn your car radio. Maybe, uh, maybe turn your car radio down a little bit or something. I don't, I don't know. Uh, how about now? Hello. Ooh. Can you hear me? Better. Hello. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, yeah. I hear you in, yeah. And we have Ed on the line, and Ed was a regular guest on our show for, for a long period of time. And then he's been, we, you know, we change our hours a lot, kind of find the peak periods to find an audience, which must be uh, interesting to do. But anyway, given <laughs> 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 all the shows. <laughs> but um, mo- what we have realized, though, is most people, it doesn't matter when we, we go on live, because most, about 80% of our audience are actually more than that uh, listens to the podcast of which we have um, you know a thousand well over a thousand downloads of our of our show on podcast and about seven live anyway um, no, no um, but um, well I wouldn't be able to hear that if we didn't do this work. yeah I hate when that happens yeah so That's anyway true. you know um, so Lee uh, we're you know it's been a crazy crazy week in the market uh, um, not just at AMC but in, in general. And I got to tell you, um, I've had some fun with it. And I'll because t- AMC, which is predicted to have a squeeze, what they're gonna, we went all over that in the last few weeks, um, is predicted to shoot up to astronomical levels um, when they start calling in the the short sales. You know, all the all the huge industrial buyers who bought it short, and and a lot of us retail buyers are not letting it go as short as they want to. And eventually, they're gonna call those those those. Uh, options in, and they're going to have to be canceled and paid for, and that's what's going to create the squeeze. In a nutshell, that's pretty much what it is. It's a little more complicated than that, but in a nutshell. Um, and so AMC started going up, as you know, Lee, right? And then it was up in the 50s, and it was going up and up and up, and I was buying, buying. Actually, I, I bought in segments going up all the way, as a lot of people do, I guess. But I did something interesting. Can I tell you what it is? Um, yeah. It's, go, it's going down. As a matter of fact, it's uh, what is it, 45 now? And I bought some shares at 50, 48, 47, a lot, a lot of shares. I mean, I came in a big time, right? And I, and it was going up and up. And I want to get on that ride. So I wasn't, it doesn't matter what the hell the price is. I'm I'm here. I, whatever it is, I'm buying it. You know. But the only thing is, I've got X right. amount of cash to invest in it. So it just means you buy less shares. But I wanted to buy more shares. Well, how do you buy more shares for less? You wait till it goes back down. You sell it at what you paid for it. You don't lose any money. Matter of fact, maybe you make a little money. You wait till it hits bottom. You, you then you reinvest, but you're buying more shares. Then go for the ride back up again. La la. Exactly how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, called, it's, it's called buying buying the dip, selling in the money. I mean, <laughs> that's exactly how you do it. <laughs> and so, so, and that's, like what, it. that's what pisses these uh, these hedge funds off is there's no rhyme or reason. You know, in the stock market world, for anyone to buy in on the dip, it's just not how the stock market works. You don't buy when the when it's down. You just you just don't buy on the dip. So every time that they they short us like this, I mean, what are we at right now, Andy? We're in the power uh, hour. I think it's about to close soon. Yeah, forty five point two two five. That's a little old, but right around forty five. Yeah, they're knocking this thing way down today. I mean. As soon as I woke up this morning, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a red day. I can already tell what they're doing, and we're just buying back in. So it's like, you know, I think it's so funny. I play it out in my head because I'm like, I come on the radio show, and I'm just fucking dying laughing. I have so much fun with you guys. <laughs> and I, I think about the opposition, you know, the opponents, these motherfuckers that we're trying to beat. 
and they are screaming right now, like, holy shit, these people just keep buying. How do we minimize this? Like, how do we minimize? Like, at this point, they know, they know that this is going to happen. So how do we minimize the hurt, the pain that we're about to go through? And the answer is, is you really can't because the movement just keeps growing and growing and growing. And the people that went short on this, I'm sorry, but fuck off. <laughs> we're here to stay. Buddy. <laughs> I took I took a I took a whole bunch of money, I mean thousands of dollars out of AMC and um and I made and I, I didn't do bad on it because I, I bought a lot of that when it was forty one, forty two. I did buy some at forty seven, some at fifty one, so I may have taken a little bit. All in all I'm not bad at all because I've you know, I got off in increments as it's tumbling down, 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 down because I want more shares. I want more shares. I don't care what the price is, I really don't, but I want more volume shares. And and I have X right. amount of money. So so you just have that means you you have to spend less for each share to get more shares, right? That's not rocket science. So hmm. uh, the cool thing right. is I took a ton of money out, and I now have that back in my Fidelity account, and it's going to sit there for the weekend, let it breathe a little bit, <laughs> and then Monday we'll play a game. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and I hope, I hope, and even though I've got some, you know, I'm, I'm taking a loss on this, on the, I don't know how many shares I bought at what price because I bought in increments. I don't know how many I bought at what price, but I know I bought some in the 50, 51 range. Um, and it's at 44.9 right now. Uh, it's at 44.9, and I'm hoping it goes down to 41.42. I lose some more, but I'm going to buy more. Eh. Wouldn't it be great if it went down eh. even more? I, I don't yeah. think it will. I don't, I don't think we're going to see below 40, 41, 42. If, if we even see 42. No. I don't, no, think, you're I don't think... see. They, they might get us to 43 today. That's, I think 42.85 was what we were testing under. So yeah. they want to get us. Close to that as they can, um, but you know, for me, if I had the money, you know, what you're doing is great to make the money. But the problem is, and the reason why I don't do it is because mm-hmm. you don't know when the squeeze is going to happen. So, right. you know, if today ends on a red day, so that everybody says the market, you know, is based off of Mondays and Fridays. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if they end red today, and you know. If the end red and we come back Friday, we could be, you know, in the red again. They could keep pushing us down. And yeah. that's typically how it goes. But yeah. for me, if we end this way and then some big-ass news drops over the weekend, uh, mm. <laughs> and then I've got all my money out of AMC, and then that stock price shoots up, well, then I just screwed myself out of all the money that I would have had. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, un- un- it's, unfortunately, it's just a risky, risky game. It is, but unfortunately, this is what you did to me, Lee. And I blame nobody but you. <laughs> I'm, up, <laughs> I'm up at five thirty in the morning our time, which is eight thirty in the morning. You know, a half hour before this, the market opens in New York, and Lots all my screens market. are on. My my big screen TV in my living room, sixty inch whatever it is screen is on, looking at all the charts, all the graphs, researching the news, see what's going on, where's AMC, who who's doing what, and I've got other stocks too. And I'm I've got my coffee, I'm going. I ring my little hotel bill at, at bell at nine o'clock, and I'm w- w- running around my uh, living room uh, with the buy sell orders here, like I'm in Wall Street. So, uh, <laughs> but but um, but so 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 every morning I, I'm ready to push the button buy 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 sell, and I've also got some limit buys, limit sells in. Which have really been, and you taught me all about this, Lee. <laughs> I I never knew. Yeah. I, I, you know, what, what is a put? What is a call? All this stuff I'm learning. I don't know anything about the market whatsoever. It wasn't anything I ever did, you know. And now, 
Look what I'm doing. Yeah. But here I am. I mean, I've made I've made as much. Actually, I, I'm down now, but but it doesn't matter. It's like yeah, you know, a couple of things I want to say. But I made um, I made I made money, then it came down. But but my capital. You know, I, I didn't really take much of a loss. I mean, I was up, I was up, wow, everything green. Man, I'm making money, money, money. I mean, I've made more in a day than I've made in a guitar gig. And I'm sitting here at my computer, and I'm like, you know, God, that's, I made a lot of money today. I mean, a lot, you know? And I sat here, and I'm looking at my guitars. My guitars are just sitting there thinking, I might not need you guys anymore. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> guitars are trying right now. <laughs> but, but <here's, laughs> You start hearing this sad music coming from a room, and you'll be like, "Oh my God, what's that?" What's that? Yeah, oh my God. Imagine that. But, but here, here, here's, here's the beauty of, of this, and I think what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start. I want to download from YouTube. I want to start downloading the casino. Um, you know what, what I'm doing is this: I'm hiring a couple of models that I come into my uh, where I work here and uh, to get me free drinks. You know, and I'm going to play the sounds of a, a background noise of a casino, like I'm at the casino, because here's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Free drinks, wine, coffee, drinks. Yeah, oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. This way, this way. <laughs> and oh, I'm here's cigars. the difference. You, you go to the casino, and imagine being able to put your money on the table and then changing your mind, taking it back and reorienting, and put it, and taking the money back and putting it on another game, but getting your money back. Mm. Imagine being able to do that. So, you know, right. in a way, I mean, in a in a kind of micro thing, that's you know, this is a much better, more intelligent way to go if you want to try to I mean why to gamble to try to make some money you know any anytime you try to invest in anything as an investment there's risk involved unless you get bonds or long term things and annuities and things like that that you're very conservative and they pay you three percent. Well heck I've made thirty one percent. I've made nineteen percent. I'm averaging thirteen percent right now. And I can turn that mm-hmm. in a day. Bam. How are you gonna do that anywhere? I mean you can try to go to the casino, maybe put it on red, maybe it'll land on red, but it might not. Here, if it, if it doesn't quite work your way, you watch what it's doing, you monitor, you think, you read the news, see what's going on, and you take your bet off. You say, I changed my mind. Yeah. I'm going I mean, over here. You're, you're, you're literally doing what Wall Street doesn't want you to do. <laughs> you're, you're a retail investor. You're not supposed to be able to make money like this. You're doing what you're what they don't want you to do. They want to win. They want all the money. They're greedy. That's just the way it is, and that's why this is going to change. So, yeah. You know, when you see all these retail investors like yourself and myself and Andy or Amanda, and mm-hmm. you'll just mm-hmm. you'll just see it's going to be our market, and the whole dynamic of everything is going to change. So mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> when when we come out and we make these you know all these millions of dollars and you know trillions of dollars at this point, I mean we're like four or five thousand percent shorted on the flows. It's ridiculous. So. You know, we are going to make the market. So these people right now, these hedge funds, they get liquidated. We start our own, and then we're the market makers. And yeah. let me just tell you, we're, we're, we're trying to play a fair game because we came into this being all upset and not playing a fair game and still winning. So we know what it feels like to be on the other end of this thing. The whole market is going to change. Everything yeah. is going to change when it, this happens. It, it, and it, it, yeah. it's not going to happen in anyone's lifetime again. I was just thinking about this the other day. I'm like, I have to teach my son about this because it ain't going to happen in my lifetime, but it might happen in his. So I at least got to let him <laughs> <Yeah>. know <laughs> what this is. So, so you know, this lottery ticket stock that you're buying, 
again because it's going to crash everything. Mark my yeah. words, this is going to crash everything. So it's got to. Oh, how, how can it not? I feel my spider sense is tingling. You know, there's a couple. Of, I also found I found a company just in front of research called uh, it's spelled S U R R O Z E N Surzen, and um, uh, I got involved with them as a matter of fact because they're, they're cloning tissue. So I gave them my nose, and um, their stock, as soon as I did that, their no, their stock went way up, and I, I made a, a lot of money on them. Uh, so no, they're they're no wait, but. <laughs> They're, 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 uh, Are you implying you got a big ass nose there, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if you can clone this, man, we're going to make a fortune together. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> so, um, but anyway, what they're doing is they're, uh, they're involved in, in, in uh, disease research and cures and, and, you know, cloning tissue and, I mean, really incredible what they're doing. So I, um, I bought a couple shares, and then they – I bought actually more than a couple. I bought, a, I don't know, how, like 15, 20 shares or something like that. And then they um, – I read about them in the news, and they're saying more – they're surfacing more and more. I said, man, I want to go ahead and, and buy more, and I did, and bam, I bought it. And it, you know, within minutes of my purchase, boom, I, I made my money right in there. And you see how this can be – I mean, you can also within minutes lose money. I mean, you got to you got to you know realize this. But the difference is – absolutely – it's yeah, if if you smart. just you if you, you play it smart, that's exactly right, Lee. You play it smart. You don't just go through and do any knee-jerk. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, sometimes people have done things just based on, hey, you know what? I have a feel about this, and I'm going to do it. And sometimes people win, and many times people lose. But um, you're right, Lee. It's it's doing it. You know, look, look at what you're doing. Yeah. And um, that's that's what's yeah. different about AMC. Like that's what's completely different about AMC because yeah. it's so predictable at this point. Yeah. 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 So, you know, that that 
other part of this. So if you're if you're playing short, but that's that's the difference. So he also said, you know, if you're a date, you make money that you don't. <laughs> so if you're doing yes. that and you're doing yes. well, then damn sure keep doing it, buddy. Yeah, 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 so the, yeah. You do. You. I think the. Um, I think the capital gains, if you do it within a year, is is about in the vicinity of forty eight percent of what you have right. to pay the government, right? But here's, and this yep. is great having an accountant on last week, is because I didn't know this. You know, again, I'm. This is a whole. This whole thing is a learning process for me. I knew nothing prior to having Lee on the show here in, in July. Um, but what what he also said was, if you play it long, in other words, if you keep, if you make that, if you keep that investment in the market, just 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 Put it in there and visit it a year from where you put it in. See how see how you did. If you if you, you do something like an Apple, a Microsoft, a, a, a Tesla, um, maybe Neo, which is the Chinese equivalent of Tesla, um, maybe maybe uh, uh, Alibaba, which is the Chinese equivalent of um, of Amazon, especially Christmas oh, time. Are, are, you, are you in those right now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Wait wait wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wait wait. <laughs> No, no, no. I've done well, though. I, I've done well. Uh, you're doing, done well. No, wait, wait. Hear me out. Trust mm-hmm. me. Hear me out. You need to pull that shit, like, ASAP. The Chinese economy is straight up on uh, the verge of a, a full collapse right now, like, oh, breaking is. news this whole week. Like, oh, it is. Their stock market, is the whole thing is going to completely crash, and, and they're in serious trouble. So if you're invested Huge, in Chinese time. companies... You, you I'll, might I'll, be in, in big shit. No, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you where I'm at. I'll tell you where I'm at. I have a I'm ahead. I'm ahead on Alibaba and Nua, but I've got limit sells in that still keep me in a profit. So when it goes down to a point of where I am here, let me see where I'm at here. I'm still good. All right. So when I go down to uh, I've got a, I've got sell orders in. So one I protected myself. Okay. So you got you got limit sells. Yep. I got limit sells. Yep. As a matter of fact, I, I've but, got limit sell but, on. But if they close, if they close the market, if they oh. straight up close everything, you won't yeah. be able to sell. And no. then when it comes back open, it could be obliterated. So yeah. it's not as fair. It's not as fair. I'm just just keeping yeah, you but, up but, to date and real yeah. with this thing. Yeah, but here, here, here's what I was saying, though. So let's say you've got – I mean, the long run – I mean, Neo's going to give Tesla a run for the money in China. It's just, it's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. There's no question about it. A- a- Amazon – imagine Amazon going out of business. There's equipment of Amazon in China. So here's what I'm saying, that unlike GameStop uh, and AMC, where any, any week, any day, this, these things could shoot through the ceiling and become worth thousands of dollars a share. And we've, we've talked about that you know, every week. Um, and, and you have to pay 48% of that to the government, right? So you look at a company like like a Tesla, a Microsoft, and an Alibaba. You know, some of the some of the you know Chinese economy is not going to go anywhere. They're they're there to stay. But if you so I'm looking at Alibaba and Neo for a year or a year and a half down the road investments. I'm not looking at that. I don't care what you know unless they China's not going to close. You know they're not going to close. So I look at the because if you if you bought them and sold them tomorrow, you'd be at a forty eight percent tax consequence. If you wait a year, then you're at your whatever your tax rate your basis is. What do you pay? Thirty eight percent. You're playing long. Playing long. You're playing long right. after this. So after this crash, and right. let's say that everything everything just bottoms out. I mean, we're talking like just bottoms out. One, two, three dollars right. a stock, like just yeah. just hits the fan. Yep. You're still gonna play long and, and see where this yep. thing goes. Yep. 
Okay. Yep. But here's the deal, though. Um, I've got just to protect me. I've got uh, limit cells in. So if it goes, I mean, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm kind of doing this. So I haven't lost any money doing this, really. I made down a couple dollars here, a few dollars. My, my, literally, my point is, my point is, yeah. if, if they close the market in five seconds from now and yeah. they they just crash, your limit right. sell doesn't mean shit. Oh, it doesn't. Because no. It, no. No, because if they if they close it and then they they hit rock bottom and all these stocks fail because of that, then you're mm-hmm. out of whatever you have in there. I'm just saying, right. I'm just telling you, right, be right, right. careful. Oh, yeah. Any, anything yeah. to do with China right now, I'm not touching it. Right. <laughs> no, I don't want anything to do with it. I'm just looking at them in, a, in the long run. I'm just looking in the, you know, a year yeah, from now, where they're going to be. Sure. But yeah. make sure you're that you're, you're still abiding by what we said. Don't oh, bet yeah. what you can't afford to lose. Because oh, no. it, you, could, you could lose everything doing that. I'm just saying, oh, yeah. red flag, it's my last warning. <laughs> I promise you it's yeah, risky but shit. I'm, I'm, I'm confident. I'm confident of, of Neo, um, and I'm confident. You know, they're, they're built. They're making. They're giving Tesla a big one for the money over there. This is a company, and and Bob, I don't know. They've been up and down. You look at their history. It's it's. And, and for those of you who don't know, Alibaba is the equivalent of Amazon here in the United States, but they're in China. So you can go to Alibaba. Even things that you're looking at Amazon for, you can go to Alibaba and see what they might be selling products for. Just you know, and they're in China. China and they've got I, actually, a huge I actually thought that it was a, a fake. I thought it was a fake site. To be honest with you, like oh, yeah. the prices yeah. were so dirt cheap on yeah. everything that I figured it had to be a scam. And, no. And I've, yeah. I've done I've done I've done Wish. Have you ever Have you guys ever done Wish? Ordered oh yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Been there. Yeah. yeah. I've got burned by Wish more times than I can count. And for oh, some wow. reason, I still go back for them dirt cheap prices. <laughs> so Alibaba had me had me thinking that it was like you know like a scam like a wish deal and yeah. maybe it's not you know may, maybe it's not if, if you know if they got a legitimate stock you know yeah, they on do. the New York Stock Exchange then it's then it's a real deal yeah. they do but so what I do is I spread some stuff I also have like a a buy order and it forward. Uh, which is a 12. I've got a buy order and it's seven. I don't think it'll go that low. I may have to increase that, but I, I think it will, but it might not. But um, Ford's coming out with a vehicle called the Lightning. It's an F-150. It's it's like the uh, Tesla. I'm a huge Tesla fan. As a lot of you know, I own a Tesla and I've got Tesla stock and I'm really into Tesla. I love it. But anyway, um, and I've made money on Tesla. It's great. I, I wish I waited to buy my car because if I invested that money in Tesla instead of a car, I could have bought two You're in Pelosi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but 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 I like I like Ford. Here's why I like Ford. They're coming out with a lightning, which is the F one fifty electric. It's like the Tesla Cybertruck. We've all heard oh the Cybertruck, the Cybertruck. Well the the lightning is the Cybertruck on steroids. Uh higher uh it's got a more diverse uh flatbed in the back, like a work table. It carries more weight. It's gonna be uh updated over the internet like a Tesla. It's going to have the range of a Tesla, and it's a Ford, right? So it's the F-150. I mean, can we talk? So I think when they release <laughs> that Lightning, Ford's going to do pretty well. Also, they have a whole research lab, and they're going to give Tesla a run for the money down the road. You've got to remember, Ford is one of those companies that didn't need a bailout, uh, that Chrysler and GM uh, experienced in the 2008-2009 uh, range. Ford never asked, for, never asked for a loan. They didn't need it. And, of course, my father-in-law was a former Ford engineer. I kind of know the, the workings of Inside Ford, and I'm a 
I've had a lot of Fords because of my family relationship, and I don't have to pay retail. But anyway, aside from that, uh, I, I know um, about Ford, and I think that over the other automotive companies, when they release the Lightning, I'm going to be part of that ride when this thing gets out there. You know, it's, and uh, so, and again, I'm looking at Ford. You know, because what's going to happen is the AMC and the GameStop are going to get hit with a great big tax burden. That's going to happen, right? I know that. All right. Mm-hmm. So to counterbalance that tax burden, I'm thinking, okay, I want to put some stuff in the long – if I lose, I lose. You know, but I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm putting my money in things that I think, you know, long term, they're going to be okay. Not tomorrow. Maybe not even next year. Maybe after that. Whatever. It's going to be okay. And whatever I do, I do. Forget about it. Just forget the money's even there. I don't need it. It's okay. It's going to sit in my bank or sit in – if you think about it this way, here's a different way to think about it. You have mm-hmm. a great plan, but the execution timing of your plan should be uh, altered. Because yeah. if you think about it this way, and, and I truly believe it, you can research until you're blue in the face mm-hmm. that the, the whole market is going to crash with AMC and GameStop and a bunch of other squeezing. Everything yeah. is going to go down. Yeah. So your money yeah, is safest in these, in these right now. So mm-hmm. if you have your money in these, you're making money, you know, day trading, whatever, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah. when this does happen and you got your money elsewhere, that's going to lose. So right. the the strategy here is is you're putting what you got, you know, putting into AMC and GameStop, and then when everything else crashes and you've made all your money, then you invest in these companies, you know, you reinvest. So yeah. you say, okay. Uh, well, oh, the whole thing took a shit, but I made right. all this money. So now I can capitalize on everything right. that took a shit. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Rather, than, yeah. rather than having your money in the shit that took a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 You know, you know something else interesting? The, uh, there's a couple other um, – Oh, what are these other ones here that came up that look very promising? And I, I – you know, companies I never heard of and I hear, you know, uh, you know, the news and the gossip and the, and the live streams and what what the folks who run the live um, YouTubes are you know watching the market every day folks with a whole lot more experience and know how than I have um, and they mentioned a couple of uh, initials and they said this is going up this is going up and I literally I have literally gone into a stock in the morning taken the elevator ride up and gotten out the next day and said okay I'm gonna have a nice dinner tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's the way you do it, bud. <laughs> I mean, you know that. I mean, um, as long as yeah, you're so. seeing the profits, as long as you're seeing the profits and you're reading the trends, you're good. But yeah, I, I haven't, you know, I haven't lost yet, and I've only been doing this. Is I mean, I, I watch, I, 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 you know, I, I've got things going in, things going out. I'm, you know, I guess, I, I guess they call that day trading. Is that what day trading is? I'm going in, I'm going out, I'm yeah. doing this, I'm playing this, I'm tossing this one, I'm, I'm being used for that. The key word that you just said, the key word that you just said was, I haven't lost yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 meaning you're yeah, anticipating yeah, yeah. it at some point. <laughs> yeah, you got to do well, smart. You, know, you no, got to do it smart. Th- yeah, the other thing is there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee that AMC is going to hit the numbers that, that we're all saying it's going to hit. I mean, there there is risk there. This isn't something you're going to get into and say, hey, this is going to happen because there is a chance that it won't. And and, and there is that chance. It, it it exists, you know. I mean, I doubt. I think it's tell going me, to happen. I tell mean, me. Somebody tell me. Somebody tell me. I, I've, asked, uh, I've asked major people in hedge funds, in stocks, in trading mm-hmm. – Nobody can tell me why it won't squeeze. They made a yep. whole, they made a movie about yep. this, and I, I think I brought it up before. It's called The Big Short, yep. and Hollywood straight up made a movie about it. 
this is yep. going to be ten times yep. bigger than the one they made a movie about. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you, if you think of it, if, if somebody gives me a legitimate reason why this won't squeeze, mm-hmm. I'll consider it. Nobody yep. has told me why it won't squeeze. Even Chris, you know, last week he said, you know, what could happen is these whales could come in, these major whales, and just uh-huh. obliterate us. Uh-huh. But you can't obliterate billions and billions upon trillions of dollars at this point. You know what I mean? At no. this point, you'd, you'd have to have the federal government come in, and, which they can't. They can't. <laughs> you know, they we can. just don't and, have enough money to make this thing not happen. Yeah, and, and let's so, let's explain that a little bit. Let's let's explain why a little bit. That, that, yeah, let, let's yeah, chapter eleven. That would, but games, but uh, AMC is not going to go eleven. Uh, they they wanted it to. They thought it would. They thought this stock would be worth two or three dollars, and they and they did. They all their options and, and options are when they 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 put a deposit on buying a stock or sell uh, at a certain price, and and that's when they buy short. They say, hey, I think I want to put this much deposit on this many shares of stock because I believe that this stock's going to go to say three dollars. And it never does. It's, it goes the other way, way up. There's an mm. expiration date on, on that contract. I mean, but they, they, chapter 11 mm. could wipe you guys out. Chapter 11 could. It could. It could. Yeah, if, they, if yeah. AMC chapter would go bankrupt. By the way, just real quick, so, I looked it up. Uh, short-term gains are taxed the same as income, so it depends on your overall income bracket. Okay? Yep. Well, no, capital Long-term gains, gains are at 15% or lower, held for at least a year, which I suspect is the the buy date minus mm-hmm. the sell date or vice versa. Mm-hmm. So, right. And another thing I found is Alibaba has 4.7 times Amazon's assets. Yeah. Of course, the, yeah. the and, and income. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Alibaba the is a long term. The good Chinese case. government, yeah. unlike our government, is actually going after them as a monopoly. Really? Really? Oh, I bet. Yeah. They they <laughs> just hit them with a got hit with a fine by, from the Chinese government for monopolistic practices, which was 26% of their gross income for the year. Oh, my goodness. That's probably, that probably Too bad we don't have a trend. government that would do that. Yeah. Imagine. They hit Amazon Imagine. with a windfall and others with a windfall profits tax to pay for a universal basic income. Mm-hmm. Talking of tax, um, President Biden posted yesterday on Twitter, I can't believe this has to be said, but a teacher shouldn't pay a higher tax rate than a hedge fund manager. I agree. I agree. Yeah. You agree? Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Biden, Biden said that, huh? Yeah. yeah, he did on Twitter, yeah, yesterday. Nice, nice. Yeah, I know. What? Yeah, he's, need let, more support. he's been he's been saying that he's going to make it. You know, this is uh, I'm going to see how this plays out. But basically, he is saying that he wants to give the opportunity to retail investors to blue collar for us to mm-hmm. be able to make the gains that these white collar and hedge funds and and all these market makers have. So um, yeah. he said it publicly. Yeah. He he tweeted it out and. 
I'm curious to see how he backs it up because if he's saying yeah. that right now, I want we, retail investors to win. The, the president of our country is saying that publicly. <laughs> I think we're on to something. I think Absolutely. so. I, wish he were, I wish he were Lyndon Johnson. Johnson worked the phones and uh, and he knew how to extort the Congress critters. Yeah. And he would get stuff passed that they didn't want to pass. But right now we're looking at a minimum of Manchin and Cinema. Cinema who said, I will not vote for any tax increase. Uh, mm. And you know, you're going to have to either find, sit on them or find a couple Republicans who will uh, vote for it, which, <laughs> good luck. Good luck, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you can say whatever you want, yeah. but the yeah. reality up in the Senate, the most one of the most profoundly undemocratic wings of our government, along with the Electoral College, um, that's where the rubber meets the road. Man, you just you just you just made a damn good point. <laughs> you just made a really good point because it, it got me thinking. It got me thinking. I was so out of Trump days that you know I'm like, well, if the president says it, it has to happen. No, I, yeah. I forgot all about Trump. Yeah. <laughs> the president can even, say whatever the hell he wants, and it can be a lie. <laughs> it even it's took true. Lyndon Johnson almost a year to get anything to happen. Yeah, and he knew how to do it. Well, Biden said 19 hours ago, this is our moment to prove to the American people that their government works for them and not just big corporations and those at the top. Let's see if he puts that into action. Yep. That that means he's got an agenda. That means he's got an agenda. He's got something on his mind. He's got something in the works. You know, it does does reinforce it to me because Biden, from what I've seen so far – when he says he's going to do something, he doesn't. <laughs> it's yeah. like we lived in a universe where that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And oh, my God. There's be no reason to doubt him so far. Even, Did you hear even with the, like, the vaccine <laughs> mandates, he's like, I'm just going to do it. And I believe that he will. I believe that he do, he'll do what he says he's going to do. So I think in my mind, what, at least it's a good thing that he, he follows through. I think, what, I think what we're seeing, I've been watching Biden since I started loathing him in the 80s. Uh for what he did to Anita Hill. And uh, it's been interesting uh, the last, uh, well, since he was uh, took office. Uh, he has a significant advantage because he's so damn old. He's not going to run again. Yeah. So this is his four, this is his two years of an opportunity to do something real. And all of a sudden the guy, uh, whether it's cognitive deficiencies or just maybe he's a really nice guy, but he's starting to act as if he actually believes the campaign rhetoric that he's been spewing for 30 years while he's done the opposite. Uh, So it's been quite refreshing in a way because all of a sudden he sounds like he believes this shit, yeah. When yeah. all of his actions in the 48 years he was in Congress uh, argued the opposite. <laughs> so it, it's right. interesting. <laughs> As the Chinese curse goes, may you live in interesting times, and we do. I, yeah. I'd, oh, like sure. the, 
I, I like that you have the wisdom uh, all the way back then. Obviously, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm 35. I don't have that wisdom yet, so I like that we have somebody on the show that's like knows <laughs> where this guy came <laughs> from and, and followed this all the way. It's like, you know, I, I knew him from, you know, three years ago. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, I, you know, I, I resigned the from the military in 64 because I didn't want to go fight Lyndon Johnson's war for him. So I've been right. watching these guys ever since. <laughs> uh, paying close attention. <laughs> yeah, well, he does. different it levels does. of attention, but it got real close when Nixon got elected. I almost got clobbered by San Mateo County deputy sheriffs with their long clubs, the three-foot clubs, the night of his election. I just missed it. By, I was a block away when they surrounded our demonstration and started beating people up. I could hear the crunches of the clubs against their heads. And then I started paying real close attention to the whole political thing. Right. Yeah. Self-defense. Yeah. The, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, interestingly enough, um, what do we have another, uh, another 30 minutes before? No, this market closed, right? It closed. I'm, I'm looking at the wrong time here. Yeah. We're done. We're done for the week. <laughs> So Neo rang the bell. Neo is up oh, no. thirty-seven fifty-one. Baba is up. PL, uh, Planar Technologies is up. Tesla is up. Wow, that, that nose cloning company is up. Um, yep. Did the, the, whole, the whole did market, the orange the whole juice futures come in? Future. The the it's interesting. The you orange know, juice uh, futures. Uh, orange juice futures. Uh, potatoes. Yeah. Remember that movie, Trading Place? I do remember. Oh yeah, classic. Yeah, what was it? What? Dan Aykroyd and uh, yeah. Oh gosh. Eddie Murphy. Uh, Eddie Murphy, right? Yeah, classic. And uh, classic movie. Those guys, those those two other guys were just legends. Don Amici was, they were so was funny. in it too. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's that's how you can that's how you can see Andy is if you look. And AMC and GameStop are both red. I'm sure they both closed red today. You'll see all the other stocks will be up <laughs> because yeah. the hedge funds have put everything they got into short the shit out of us to try, yeah. to try and get that number down. So that you know all the other stocks, you'll see it, it's it's just how this goes. I mean, so if you're you know you are getting into this and you are starting to like this, if you're predicting red days for, you know, GameStop and Amazon, then you know other things are going to have green days. So yes. you can straight yes. up invest in the other things that you like because you know they're going to be green because AMC and GameStop are down. Because you yes. have yeah. to think of this, yeah. this. These are market makers. These are people that, you know, control this whole market. They're putting everything they got into us to get that number down, to ease the pain that they're about to go through, <laughs> and you just make money on the other stocks, so it's, yeah. it's, it's a simple. Play. Yeah, I've, I've been, you know, that's what I've been doing. I, I've been just like you said. I've been. It's to me. I mean, I took a bunch of cash out that I have. It's sitting in the bank, not, literally in a checking account, not doing anything, just sitting in a bank. So I think you know what? Uh, you know, I'm not that busy. <laughs> I want to play a little bit here. So I. I <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that line before, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, not, I'm, 
not so busy. You know what? Uh, you know, so be it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, guitar strings getting rusty in the corner there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but it's just been, um, and you, this has to be a phase. I mean, who knows? You know, but, but I'm, I've, it's new to me. So it's like I'm a kid, and, and I'm just having. And it's so terrible far, food. It, it, it is, but uh, I'm not, it, again, as, as Lee was saying earlier, you know, you'll bet with anything you can't afford to lose. So if I didn't have it, I wouldn't affect my life either way. You know, I'm good. So, so what I'm doing is, um, is just like we, uh, example, you see the, the uh, AMC and GameStop's going down only for a while. They're going to go way, way up. Just watch. But we, we know that. But it, on a daily basis, you watch them go down a little bit. You see where their stocks are going up. I take some of the lost money out of those stocks. I put them in the ones that are going up. I go for the ride. I see where I land. I like it or I don't. I get out. I do something else. Bam, bam, bam. You know, so I'm not – I'm just having fun with it. That's all. I'm like uh, – you're. I'm just like at a casino, except it's much better. Much, much – it's healthier too, you know? Yeah. 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 So I, I got I to touch on because I left it unsaid here with uh, with the Chapter 11 thing with AMC and Chapter 11. So mm-hmm. AMC at the beginning of this year – uh, said that they have enough uh, liquidity to be in business without making a dollar uh, until the end of 2022. So yeah. they, they're already saying we're financially okay as it is right now with how much money we pumped into this thing. <laughs> like we're all yeah. good. So on, on top of that, they are making so many smart moves right now. Like I just, I'm so impressed with, uh, Adam Aaron and AFC, like, if you forget the squeeze completely, I'm so impressed with this company. They're they're accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum. They are yeah. having – they're looking yeah. at the sporting events. They're having UFC fights. They're looking mm-hmm. at NFTs now. Did you hear that? The latest thing is – Yeah, yep. Uh, yes. Yep. You know, the NFTs that they're going to start making, you know, they, they he said, well, we put out 50 movies a year, and we can make one NFT stub – and sell that, you know, to whoever, and they can get a boatload of money for it if it's somebody's favorite movie or whatnot. They are keeping up with the times, and it's so important for a company, especially when you got a, <laughs> a, a hell of a lot of millennials that own your stock, you know, that yeah. own the company. He's listening to us. All these ideas came from us, and yeah. the fact that he's putting them into play is just so smart. So AMC is is rock solid to me, with or without a squeeze. You know what I mean? So oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He even he even said publicly he couldn't say what, but he said publicly that he is that they're in talks with GameStop. And That's right. Last week he couldn't yep. say he couldn't say what, but he mm-hmm. said we're talking to them. So he said that for a reason. You know yep. he's not going to bring it up unless something's going down. And GameStop, what they have going on right now is – this is breaking news, I think Wednesday, is they started to do um, – it's called uh, computer share. So what they're doing is is they're taking their shares off of the New York Stock Exchange, and they're, they're you're going to have registered shares. So you'll have Serials. an actual serial, serial number, number yep. for your share, which I predicted – you know, I talked about this months ago – they mm-hmm. pulled the trigger on this. So once the they already said they have they have more than the float. They they basically ran out of paper to print these stocks onto actual bonds like back in the 1900s. Like, literally. So they said they said that they already have their float. So once once this happens, all these naked shorts are exposed. 
And when that happens, that's an automatic squeeze for GameStop. And when mm. GameStop squeezes, AMC squeezes. So yeah. this whole thing is coming to fruition exactly the way that we said that it would, which is yeah. amazing. Like, I, I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to pat my damn self on the back. And you should. <laughs> if you held out for this shit and you took this ride and it's playing out the exact way that we said it would, congratulations. And I'm just happy for everyone that's that got involved with this because – our day is upon us, my friends. I promise. Yeah, it's pretty. Cool. I just wish you know, it went down. It went down to. I think you were first on the show, um, Lee, in the end of July, and a week later or two weeks later, the stock went from fifty-eight to twenty-nine, and I had just and I went in shortly thereafter when it started going back up. But I just wish I had gone in at twenty-nine and just put a, a wad of cash in, right? Just sit it there and just yep. forget about it. Just goodbye, goodbye. It's, well, me- <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's hard. To, it's hard to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that yeah. is that is what I had to do. Like I yeah. made up my mind. It was at not. It was at fourteen dollars a share. I made up my mind. Whoa. You know what? I'm going in. My buddy says it's good to go. I'm going in. And yeah. then it it dropped to nine, and I'm like, oh man, easily oh. I could have just said, oh. nope, <laughs> not doing it. This is not <laughs> yeah. for me. But I just doubled down, tripled down, quadrupled down, and just kept going in and in and in. And that's exactly what everyone's doing, and that's exactly why the hedge funds are screaming from the top of their heads right now. Oh, yeah, they're, what they're the hell something. is this? You, you know, and, and Aaron, as you were saying, the, the chairman of AMC um, was – I mean, he, he was interviewed and said that, uh, you know, there was – for the longest period of time, forever, AMC stock was owned by institutional uh, investors. Now it's owned by moviegoers, but now it's owned by yeah. consumers. They, they own our company now. And as a matter of fact, um, I found out, I think I told you last week, Lee, I found out that he graduated high school with like a very good friend of mine, a business partner's uh, brother. And I'm mean, in high school in, in outside of Philadelphia. So, and he knows him. So, and, and matter of fact, he used to be a marketing, Adam, Aaron was the marketing director of United Airlines for a while and had some other aviation interests. But aside from that, so given that relationship of Abington High School and, and a really good friend of mine's brother, I wrote him an email and I asked him, uh, if he might be hiring any ticket takers uh, because I might need a job after this whole thing is over. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> would you like to try our new popcorn, ma'am? <laughs> I'll play the guitar while you wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so did they did they get back to you with this with this email? You were talking no. about this last week on the show. Yeah, I haven't heard back yet. But they you know, I'm, back, I'm, no. I'm, okay. but give it some time. We'll see. You know, I mean, he might see the Abington yeah. and the and my friends' brother, my friends um, who I know obviously I've known the whole family for decades. I uh, mentioned his name in Abington High School where he graduated. Um, it might, you know, oh yeah, man, oh yeah, you know how people are. They might say, oh yeah, yeah, let me, you know, just give him a quick hello or something. Thank you because I told him I was uh, investing in the stock and believer in the company and uh, blah blah blah, all the all the appropriate things I said. And hopefully he'll uh, come back to me and just, if, if nothing else, just give me a shout out. You know, hey, you know, whatever. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe you won't. Maybe yeah. you will. Yeah. Well, you know, and I were talking last night. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Amanda. No, no, no. Carry on, please, sweetheart. Carry on. Okay, so so Will and I were talking last night and came up with this idea, which I think, you know, if we can get all the apes on board with this, we would solidify the company even even further was if every single shareholder, 
uh, you know, there's, I don't know, probably four or five million of us at this point. Mm-hmm. If we all bought a $100 gift card to AMC, technically, <laughs> if four or five million of us, if we all did that, $100 a pop, you know, because you're going to go see the movies, you, you, just, yeah. you just buy it ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They would take yeah. them out of debt. Yeah. They would take their five hundred million and they would wipe their debt clean. Whoa! And you got nothing. You got nothing to worry about. That's a genius but, idea. But, 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 but. Oh, that was again. Put them away. <laughs> Knock it off. Do you guys know much about the Motley Fool on the internet? Oh yeah, we know um, him. We know him real well. Wait a minute. We have a song for him. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? Early in the morning. Ah, pass me a beer. I may like that song. Put him in the cup. I love that song. That's right. Well, the Motley Fool. About twelve. The yeah. Motley Fool uh, promoting uh, a site on the internet founded by two brothers, Tom and David Gardner. And um, they, you know, offer financial help and freedom and stuff like that, promoting that kind of thing through like podcasts, books, and I think they got the radio show and premium investing services. And they're really slating AMC and GameStop at the moment, saying don't invest in them. They go into details about how much loss they've had, like, I think. Stock has generally been 26% down over so many years since, uh, I think, 2017 to, to now, I think is what yep. they're saying. And, uh, you know, do whatever they here's, can to say. Here's the, issue, here's the issue with that. If you look at, first of all, mm. two things. If you look at GameStop as a regular, let's say there was no squeeze, forget forget it. It doesn't exist. You know, yeah. It never happened. Never, no prediction. Yeah. Just in terms of investment, there's two things. A, GameStop, excuse me, AMC is selling a $25 billion, capital B, Dollar uh, debt right now. That is that is not true because they in that twenty five billion dollars is six billion dollars of operating costs, theater rentals, you know, yeah. renting real estate and operating costs that somehow got looped into their debt, which is day to day operating costs. It's not it's not real debt. It's it's what they cost them to do their business. So that takes yeah. six billion dollars of that away right away. The other thing is they've also had some capital investment. The thing is this too, that you know COVID affected every every business obviously, and they were they nobody could go to the movies for a long time. But AMC has kind of hedged that, and they're doing things right now, and they've done things. They've done things for the past you know four or five months, six months, that are really starting to put their business, as Lee said earlier, and the things they're getting into with sports and concerts and different things that they're going to diversify, not just movies. That are, they're really thinking ahead of the game. They're really riding yeah. that, that leading edge. So even yeah. if there was no squeeze, I would say, you know what? First of all, I don't think GameStop, uh, excuse me, AMC would be where it is if there wasn't. But even if they were mm-hmm. down in the three or four to six dollar range, which is probably where they would be, right around there, um, it, it, I would it say have, it, it would have been bankrupt. They would have been done if we didn't step they, in. They would have yeah, they would have gone. Like Blockbuster, like Toys R Us, the GameStop yep. and AMC would be done. You'd never see them again. They'd, they'd be out of it. They'd be out of it. Now they're paying us back. They're paying us back. It's great. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it, it really is. It really is. It really is. Uh, it's a. Uh, but I, I, you know, cause so when you hear these Motley Fool people, is that was Motley? Cool, what's his name? Motley Crew. The, the site is called the Motley Fool. Motley Fool. Apparently, they they do well with advising on stock markets and stuff like that. And but they, they, they yeah, don't have They're part of the conversation. I just read the their article on AMC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. know anything about this stuff. Yeah. Because I don't have enough money to. 
to play. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh, if, if you they got $44.20, you got enough money to play, buddy. I had some money in the market, a little bit of money, and uh, mm-hmm. and I was in a socially responsible fund, which actually appreciated by about eh, 12% when I sold it. And then Trump mm-hmm. got elected, and oh. I figured that the market was going to tank, so I just got the fuck out. And first, <laughs> yeah. it'd be worth three times what it was, and I'd be a lot better off. But I didn't know that. Shit, I've, I, I have bought, here we go. Before I bought my farm, I was involved in three houses. I bought three houses over my lifetime. Wow. And I lost shit piles of money every fucking time. Because I would be caught in a housing bubble when I bought it. And then it would burst, and I'd get fucked. So I just—I don't trust putting my money in. In I—I uh, I, I got like the opposite of a green thumb when it comes to putting my money into any kind of quote investment and quote. Yeah. So, although I, I guess I, I here's, here's, my farm is worth twice what I paid for it. Well, there you go. There you go. Here, here's what I would here's what I would say. Uh, and we talked about the mechanics of the squeeze. And I'm going to kind of go back to something we were talking about, you know, an hour ago or whatever it was in the show. And that is the, you know, when when Lee said he hasn't read an article, seen anybody who can explain why the squeeze won't happen. And and he's dead on unless again we say what what uh, what Chet was saying. Well, bankruptcy, but the chances of that are very remote as well. But here's here's why the squeeze. It's nothing's guaranteed, but but as close as you can get to that, because as we were saying earlier, uh, the institutional investors that were saying AMC is not going to make it, they're you know let's this is a short thing, and they put billions of dollars into it, five hundred, five hundred thirteen, I don't know, some huge number, um, into gambling, like going to casinos, saying we're going to bet, we're going to put a put out on them. Not making it, and we're gonna we're gonna put it yeah. on black. And our black equivalent to casino bet, red or black, the black is an, a, a low number. But when they do that, they sign a contract, and it says that okay, we we are obligating ourselves. If we're wrong, then we have to pay. We we you know we have to pay all that money. We know, but we're not. We feel pretty confident AMC ain't going to go anyway. So this is a pretty this is a sure bet. But what's what's happening is Lee and I. And Amanda and Cornell and and 3.2 million or more other people are not letting it happen. We're driving it the other way. So there's going to be a point where the bet that they made, you know, the casinos are going to come in and call in their chips. Sorry, it's over. And these these short bets have to be canceled and paid for. But when they pay for them, who gets paid? We gets paid. Well, not everything. Basically, basically, I could probably boil it down to: it sounds like you guys are making a little bit more secure than normal bets that you know what the uh, horrible creatures who drive the Ponzi scheme are planning. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, this 
this is it's kind of cool. I, I love the way you know, GameStop went, and and I guess AMC is another example of like the GameStop phenomenon, uh, where you know the the movers and shakers are being opposed by millions of people who are taking advantage of the uh, mechanism to go against what they want to happen. I think that's delightful. It's amazing. I'm glad you're doing well. In the, yeah, it's, yeah, it's amazing to be part yeah. of the part of the cause because you know, and I've said this over and over again. You know, I love that I'm going to make money off this. That's all fine and dandy. But when you're sticking it to the to the people that have been sticking it to everyone else, you know, your whole life. <laughs> your yeah, whole Maricino life, these people on top of the Sunday. Of course, you guys, uh, you know, you know what the, you know what the uh, secret to comedy is? Timing. Yes. Timing. Yes. Yes. Timing is everything. So, as long as you get out in time. Oh, absolutely. It's the same when the the Motley Fools were saying that they probably weren't going to go chapter 13 or 11 before uh, 2023. So you've got another year or two to play. Yeah, and they can't afford to keep doing this. I mean, the short interest alone, uh, gosh, I wish I had the number in front of me. I'm driving. The short interest alone that they're they're charging now is just astronomical. It's like... You know, you could have all the money in the world, and, and it's just not enough. It's not enough to keep this going forever. So if we're good till 2022, even into 2023, I strongly believe that they can't afford to do this. They can't afford for to to have everybody else sell out. Because if if there's one thing that this is, is GameStop has been going on for a long time. You know, we know that this, you know, short squeeze happened, which wasn't the big one, but we all know that this happened. But those people were on that forever before that happened. And then these are the same people that are in AMC. So we got resilience. You can do this all day long, and I promise you I'll be here buying more. (laughs) Uh And here's the the number you can remember on uh, the the short-term uh, capital gains. Uh, for anybody making under like 150 grand, your effective tax rate is probably only going to be about 15 to 20 percent on the short-term gain. So you can do your own math and decide, you know. Uh, when you've well, made that's, enough that's, money. You're saying, that's, that's under, you're saying that's under 150. If you're ma- the tax you're rate for one rate for 85,000 to 163.3 is 24 percent, but that's on the amount over 85 grand. So you know it's the marginal rate. So your effect tax rate, let's say you you make you sell a bunch of stocks and your income for the year is about 120 grand. You're really only going to pay 20 percent on that short-term gain. On the entire yeah, we're, we're talking we're talking about we're talking about millions. <laughs> we're talking about millions. So that's that's the problem. Are you guys making millions? Yeah. 
Yes. I mean, not as of now. Okay. But then you're then you're looking at 37 percent. So it, it depends on, you know, that's the top bracket over 518, which of course okay, so anything let's, let's under 518 that, is taxed the yeah. lower bracket. Let's let's say that you know you're making 100,000 a year without stock market. That's just what you do. You're making 100,000 a year. Are you saying that they will tax you on what your normal income is? No matter what you, how much you sell, how much you if make. If you make a hundred thousand dollars, just as your job, your salary. For as your job, as your job. Um, lucky yeah. bastard. And uh, <laughs> 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 my AGI last year was fifteen. So I mean, you know. <laughs> so okay, you're lucky bastard. Hundred, hundred grand a year, and what you sell? How much? Stock. Let's say I make uh, $3 million, uh in stock. Well, then you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna keep at least two million of it. So how much have you got into it? Well, that's the equation. It's what you know. Are they basing the tax off of what your salary is or what you sold the stock? It's salary plus it's all income. So what all they do is the the capital gains is another uh, piece that goes in the income column. So with your gross uh, pay plus and then capital gain is another line that's in your income line, and then you add those up, and then you take deductions, and that's your AGI, and that's what you pay tax on. Yeah, so it's just like yeah, regular so income. It's like, like you go out for a second job. Yeah. Chris, the capital gains get taxed. If you are short term, if you hold your tax for less than a year, that your gain, your short term in and out, is much higher than your than your Normal income tax would be based on your income. What you're saying is no, it's all lumped together as no, income. No, no, it's not, Mandy. That's what I'm saying. No? Your your short-term gain, if you buy and sell within a year, it's taxed as regular income. It's like your wages. Right. And have it over a year. If it's long-term gain, if you hold the stock for over a year, then your effective rate is 15% or lower. Oh, oh, got it. Got it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to ask Chris about some of these things. It's a lot simpler than you guys are trying to make it. <laughs> well, we had we had the accountant on last week. That's why I'm like, <laughs> he said he said differently, but we didn't we yeah. didn't get this deep yeah. into it. Um, you know, he he based it off of that you're gonna get taxed off of the off of your short term, and yeah. it has nothing to do with your income. Yeah. Is is how he said this whole thing. So I'm yeah. curious. To, no, that's yeah, a common misconception. Yeah. The it's the long term where you get the huge tax break. Yeah, he did say that. The rich people get the huge tax break. Yeah, everybody gets screwed for fifteen percent or ten percent. Well, I don't feel if that's if that's yes. If that's true, then I'm gonna let me go ahead and bust more AMC right now. Hold on a second.
I don't know. How much are you going to get for that test oil when you need to liquidate everything? Yeah, here's the uh, here's the uh, set. What I would recommend, and I, you know, we taught me everything I know. Um, even how to play um, drunken sailor. Yeah, where's that? Yeah, yeah, where, where, yeah where, where, where. <laughs> um, but anyway, the uh, uh, so what I would recommend doing is, Chet, even if you have ninety bucks, hundred bucks, buy a couple of shares, two or three shares, of, uh, at five, go to Fidelity Investments, open up the account, commission free. Transfer from your checking your bank account to Fidelity, ninety dollars. Buy a couple of shares of AMC. And don't go back to that website again until so so this squeeze happens and then go share that ninety dollars in for you. And you'll be pleasantly well, you'll be very, very happy. Actually I still have uh, twenty five cents in my swab account. There you go. You, you do? <laughs> They send he gets the applause. Yeah. They send, yeah, that's all I left in there. I, I'm not earning much in interest. But they do send me this nice, glossy uh, company report every year and a, and a magazine every quarter. So. Oh. Hilly mountain road here in Hawaii. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. Oh, let's play like auto tools again. I thought you finished. I think um, Lee or Cut were uh, um, echoing again. Yeah, Lee's Would echoing. Yeah, Lee's echoing. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm echoing success. I'm echoing success, yes. I love it, Amanda. <laughs> 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 well, I, I am just sitting here in the parking lot. I'm at my destination, so uh, I can wrap oh. up, you guys. Oh, You're at the, uh, what, I, what I think is, yeah, we're actually running a little over here, but what I think, uh, if, um, no, I really do think, Chet, that, um, you know, a couple hundred bucks, and just put it in there, and, um, yeah. Yeah. There you go. There's a proper applause. <laughs> yeah. And, yes. and, and Ted is going to join Ape Nation. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Um, and um, and we yeah, got to work on our tour. <laughs> oh, we do. I know. Things are opening up. You know. Things are opening up. Well, they yeah. moved the Nam show to June. You know, guy. I, I heard. So, I got that email. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe we could work something up around that time. Maybe it'll I'd, let let loose enough. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll talk for sure. It'd be great to do. It'd be great. I think about it often. I do. Think about it often. But anyway, Chet, Chet folks, for those, is a, is a phenomenal producer, bass player, guitar player, singer, songwriter. Been doing it forever and a day. You know, just uh, real, 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 just great. That that's how we met through music. So that's, matter of fact, Amanda and I. Well, no, we met. Well, Amanda's a musician, Cornell, who put us together as a musician. A lot of musicians taking part in this uh, this program here. And we expect you two folks, will you play anything or not? Future shows or numbers five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. We welcome you to join this amazing conversation that we happen to have three times a week. And of course, people download this thing on pop, podcasts, iHeartRadio, and iTunes, and Alexa, and Chrome, and Google, and Pandora, and you know all these different platforms that we're on. It's great to great to see these numbers. Great to have these listeners. But we do have to run. We have to wrap up another Friday show here. And we want to thank uh, Chet again. It's been too long for joining us. And, of course, our, our Friday special guest. His name is Lee Van Dusen. And if you're interested in hearing more, <laughs> you, can, you can follow me on IG at Static Video Productions. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's going to learn to play you. Oh, well. Wow. Yeah, no. Lee Van Dusen. It's great having Lee on every Friday, and uh, seriously. But um, and we'll be back at you again. Oh, um, we won't be here on Monday. Uh, actually, I'm, I've got a recording session. I'm having somebody come in and record some tunes on Monday, which is going to uh, pr- prevent me from doing the Monday morning show like we normally do. So we're looking at Wednesday right now, Amanda. We're looking at Wednesday. So um, we'll what be back time? Wednesday. Wednesday will be at. Uh, let me think here. Wednesday will be at. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Eastern Daylight Time, so noon or 9 o'clock Hawaii or 5 p.m. in the U.K., All something right. like that. Yeah, yeah. So um, I can do that. Hey, man. Yeah. And we welcome anybody. Get involved. Join our show, 515-605-9888 again, and we look forward to that happening. Um, Fidelity Investments, open an account, AMC. You know, don't say we didn't tell you. Simple you as know? that. Eight Simple patient. as that. Be patient. Be patient. Only on the Andy and Amanda show. Only on the Andy and Amanda show. And remember, <laughs> if you're driving home, be sure to take your car. Yeah. You bet. And that being said, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could you could look it up. Um, 
I mean, you know, what we're saying is is based on our own research and, and not just, you know, we think this is going to happen, but it's based on on research and knowledge and talking to other people and having conversations and seeing what's going on out there and, and reading mechanics and how all this stuff works and, and draw your own conclusion. And, and there's no way it won't be what our conclusion is uh, when you're finished doing that, which is really, um, you know, you know. Okay. Ooh, yeah. I sounded like no. a wet one. Wet one. <laughs> <laughs> Andy had too much coffee this morning. <laughs> My goodness. Let me hand you the wet wipes. <laughs> yeah. Just remember, no matter what you do, you're going to end up as warm food. So whatever. <laughs> well, oh, 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 oh. Make but the most really, of it. Anyway, you can. Yeah. Uh, so listen, we'll see you uh, next week on the next Andy and Amanda show. And that being said, yeah. we know how this show works. The, the human um, element has been removed. That too, oh. but aside from that, <laughs> it's a pleasure doing this. And Amanda, why don't you go ahead and, and sign us off of this show? Okay, so on behalf of my co-host, Andy Kimball in California, Hollywood, myself, Amanda Love here in the UK, thank you so much to Chet Gardner for calling in. Always a pleasure, my darling. And to our epic Lee Van Dusen for joining us again for another show. Thank you to you guys, the listeners, for joining our Rockets to the Moon, because that's where we're going, baby, to join us on Wednesday's show. Yes. Join us on Wednesday's show for a lot more spread and entertainment, and thank you for sticking with us. We love you. Have an amazing weekend, and take care. Take care, folks. We're out of here. Aloha. Aloha.